This is Jeff Brown with Storm Chasers, and in this podcast episode, I've included exclusive interviews that I got to do with Skylar Diggins-Smith, Neka Agumake, Coach Noel Quinn of the Seattle Storm, and the Storm's general manager, Talisa Ria. Enjoy! This is Jeff Brown with Storm Chasers, here with a very special guest, Skylar Diggins-Smith. How are you doing? I'm doing good. good. Um, just talk to me about uh, what, how Seattle pitched coming here to you. Yeah, it really was uh, conversations with Julia. Um, but like I said, it, it, it stemmed from, I believe it was 2020, last year when I was pregnant, um, talks of me being possibly moved um, that I found out when they called. So I thought, uh, that wasn't a feasible option for me last year, obviously. I didn't want to come here and make a commitment without knowing that I, how my recovery process would be postpartum. But I, I know that I like this organization, um, Talisa, and Tanoe, and um, the timing just kind of worked out then. But really it was Jewel and, and, and our conversations that we had behind the scenes, on the phone, um, and just her vision of what you know, she felt like um, we could do here. And, and I believed her, because I know her. She's a champion multiple times. Um, I, every step of the way, I'm like, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about this? Because it was really important for me to know, for her to know how important this collaboration means to me, you know, how much it means to me. So it was her connection. Then when we figured, Neka said it was a possibility that she would really leave LA. I mean, of course, you jump you jump on that because you rarely get the opportunity to play with not only your friends, people you know, but also high-caliber players that just come available at the same time. And so um, it was the vision that sold me, and then I got to come here. And then it was the people who can't fake the fun, can't fake the feeling, you know, genuine, um, honest, um, you know, just straight up. And, and I played against Noelia, I played against Ebony. And I didn't get drafted by Pokey in Chicago. She took Elena. That's okay. Um, but uh, <laughs> I would have two at the time. Um, but yeah, just obviously known the, the basketball community is this big. And uh, so the, the people that, that were surrounded by this organization um, really gave me uh, the confidence and comfort to, to make that decision. And it's not easy when you talk about moving your whole family. Um, but but I, I trust them. And um, they made me feel really confident in that. Did you give Pokey some flack? Oh, you already know. She's like, I wasn't ready to coach you then. I'm ready to coach you now. <laughs> love, love, though. And, um, yeah, just, just the realness of mm-hmm. it all. It just felt very real to me. I love how it was women-led. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Can't speak enough about the resources and the facilities. And then finally, the fans. Um, I've been a part of this league for a long time, I'll say. And um, the competitive advantage that's created by these fans, how they come to support. Um, you know, us women's basketball, that environment is tough. Including, I've been in it in the playoffs, I've been in it in the All-Star, I've been in it in et cetera, et cetera. And so I want that to play in every guy, you know. And so that, that all of it, all signs pointed to yes. And um, I didn't look for any reasons to turn that down. And then you've mentioned Jewel a couple times. Um, obviously, like, uh, Coach Quinn had talked about, you know, double teams, triple teams, doing a box and one against her last year. How is your game going to be able to complement her and vice versa? Yeah, I think taking some pressure off of her in a sense, and I play with greats, right? I play with greatness, and so it's not hard to play with great players. Um, you just kind of get out of each other's way and, and let her do her thing, and that's what I want. I want her to be able to, I mean, 
if I had 500 pick and rolls, probably 70% of them were blitz, doubled. And so I'm hoping they can't do some of those things. Um, having a threat inside with Neka and Ezzy, their ability to stretch the floor. I think that we have uh, added you know, defensive uh, components to this team now that they have in, in spurts, but hopefully we can do it in stretches to be a great defensive team. You add Dulce to the mix, who people don't haven't talked about a lot. Um, what she could do defensively, Jordan, what she could do defensively in that three spot for us, um, gives us options on the other side of the floor, which is what we want to do, is get a lot of possessions in, pace. Um, but yeah, Jules is a focal point. And there's no, every time I leave the game, I'm going to say, how can I get Negan the ball more? How can I get Jules the ball more? How can I get Essence the ball more? And um, everything will open up for each other. Um, screen and roll, pace, space. That's what we want. Joel's not going to be doubled and tripled if I'm on the floor. And it's so great. So I can play the closeout. Or if I get the double, she can play the closeout. So I see a lot of, hopefully, a lot more space um, for all of us to operate. And that's in the mid range. Evie off the, off the, um, the elbow. How she likes to play off the elbow, off the baseline. Just getting space for each other. And then having shooters standing going to help me a lot and all of us a lot being a spacer how she gets that ball off her accuracy there so hopefully we can get her more opportunities to see some open looks and that's just the goal is to make it easier on each other um, but, but I feel like it starts on the other side of the ball you know, and what we can do there how sophisticated we can get there to, to try to be creative to stop some of these dynamic offenses that we'll have to face as well so I think that'll directly correlate if we can get the ball one and done and go space and pace then we don't have to be coming down. You know, you know, we can just say, hey, it's read, I pass it up to Jewel and she can go and create. And um, that's what it's going to be all about, is making our lives easier on not just the offensive side of the ball, but defensively as well. And um, do you have a, a funny memory or just a fun, or your favorite memory even of being with Jewel and, at Notre Dame? Yeah, probably the, uh, maybe the Big East tournament. The Big East, the old Big East, you know. Um, we had a triple overtime game there. Um, but really, I've been playing with Jewel. She had been coming up to her game since she was a young whippersnapper, you know, coming to play scrimmaging with us. Um, and, and so I've known her since she was 13, 14 years old. And so we have a lot of memories together. I'm not going to age myself and say how long ago that was to think about my favorites. But we've been a part of some special moments together. And recently, the Olympics, that was really special. Getting to share that moment together. And, um, you know, being able to put the medal uh, to be by each other and, you know, just share that experience. We didn't know that would be foreshadowing. Um, but, but that was one of our special moments that we had to stay together. Being a part of that team and, and getting a gold medal. Being able to represent Notre Dame, but also just knowing somebody from my area way back then, having that opportunity. And uh, you also talked about uh, wanting to play with NECA for so long. When did that like become like, hey, this is legit? Was it after you had already signed here? Was it before? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It was, well, I try to respect her process because I don't want everybody in my business asking me about mine. So I yeah. try to respect everybody's process. So I, I did communicate with NECA, but I didn't want to go too hard on projecting what I felt like was right for me for her. Because we're totally different people, we have totally different um, needs. 
expectations and my desires and what have you. So I really didn't want to project, you know, but I'm like, hey, if you're serious about leaving, let's talk about the possibility because we've never had that opportunity. And so as we got along in the process, we started to see some things come together. And, this was definitely the top option for me, and um, seeing that it was a possibility for her, um, it just all came together at the right time. And uh, just last one for me, um, what's like maybe a fun thing about you that not a lot of people know? Uh, secretly, I'm six foot. <laughs> Thank you, Skylar. This is Jeff Brown with Storm Chasers, here with a very special guest, Neka Agumake. How are you doing today? I'm well, how are you? Good, thank you. Um, first, uh, talk to me about just moving on from Los Angeles, mm -hmm. obviously playing your whole career there. Um, how kind of difficult was that decision and, um, you know, what really attracted you to the storm? Yeah, I mean, it was it was not easy. You know, I think, you know, it's difficult to leave home and um, there's so much history and memory and heart ties to LA, but I think that I had to assess my career as a whole and where I was today and um, it meant that I had to change and you know change can be hard but it can also be good and I'm grateful that through the process I landed in the Pacific Northwest. Um, talk about Seattle's pitch to you, kind of how did they approach that, what, what vision did they kind of you know lay out for you? Yeah, well, I mean, initially when I first came, the feel was definitely family, you know, and I think that uh, I come from a place where it, it feels like family, and so I'm really grateful that um, that's what I felt when I first came, and then, you know, it was communicated to me early on, you know, mostly by Noe, that I'm a priority, you know, and uh, I think it, it kind of raised some alarms for me, like, I needed to consider myself as a priority and understand what that meant, you know, for my needs and my wants as a player um, and as a person in an organization, and so... Uh, a lot of that tied up with some good food, or lots of good seafood, um, and, and good time with Jewel and Jordan, and, um, and ownership as well, and, and I'm here in Seattle. Awesome. Um, talk about uh, just your thoughts on Ezzy, and uh, obviously growing into an all-star now, your thoughts on her, and how like you can help her, but also how she can help you. So well-deserved. So well-deserved. And I was on her team, which was fun. I was uh, playing with Jewel and Ezzy. So um, I look forward to being able to play with such such a raw talent, you know, and in how she plays. You know, we know what she's capable of, and she's only getting better. And she is so young. And to me, it just makes her future feel so very bright. And if I can be a part of something that you know, helps her achieve what she wants to as a player and win with her. Um, I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, added bonus is that she's also Nigerian, so we have that automatic connection. Nice. Um, you talked about what you deserve, uh, the Storm's new, brand new practice facility. Kind of what does that mean that you're going to be able to have that? Uh, I mean, it's, it's certainly a blessing. Um, it's nothing that I really... I think because it felt so far-fetched, I never really considered it to be a priority. And when I came here and I saw it and I stepped into it, you know, even even in its unfinished form, it just felt really good. It felt it felt like I was being prioritized in a way that I shouldn't forget, you know, when I'm considering myself. And players want to feel like that. And also, too, our job is to play. Our job is to compete. And if we're unable to do that, if we're unable to put in the work and the discipline with the resources available to do that, it's difficult, you know? So that's what players are looking for. And I'm grateful to be able to speak firsthand um, as to how that works. 
Um, Skylar, I just talked with her about it. Uh, she talked about wanting to play with you um, and just kind of when did that kind of set in that that could be a re- realistic? I mean, I think when, you know, if free agency happened, you know, we were we were definitely communicating with each other and not in a way that was like, hey, let's build a team. We were both very respectful about each other's needs and wants and what we were looking for. And we had different teams on our lists. Um, but one thing about Sky is that she's always straight up. She's always straight up and she's always transparent. And I was the same. And um, she talked she talked some she talks she spoke some value onto my life, you know, in the process, because. I think that um, I, I kind of naturally put myself second, and it just so happened that our priorities matched, and I'm really grateful to be here finally playing with her. Because I, I think towards the end of my process, I was like, I've been talking about playing with Sky this whole time, and it could finally happen, you know? And once once it seems real, you're kind of like, wow, like, why, why wouldn't I, you know? And along with, of course, playing with Jewel, um, someone who I know a lot of players want to play with, and I'm very grateful to be in this position. And a little bonus question: What uh, what did it mean to you to see uh, Coach Tara Vanderveer set the all-time winning record? So amazing! Oh, I was so bummed that I couldn't make it. Um, my high school coach was actually retiring the same weekend, so Chanae and I split family duties. <laughs> and um, I'm just so proud of her. You know, I think that. I see a lot of myself in her now that I'm older. I think when I was younger, and she was like, we're a lot of like, I was like, Tara, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and now, now I'm like, okay, I kind of see what you're saying now. But she, um, she's always thinking about just helping the collective. And it was so amazing to see her receive her bouquets. And I, I got to make it up to her because I got to see her soon. Um, but I'm just really proud to have been a small piece of the history that she's made. Definitely. Uh, last one for me. Just uh, what's maybe like a fun fact that not a lot of no- people know about you? Ooh. Hmm. Dang. That's a good one. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like a hobby that like... Oh, I love to cook. But I think that... Know? I don't know if like... I don't know if Storm fans know that about me just because maybe they don't really follow me. Okay. I love to cook. What what kind of dishes? I mean, I'll try. I'll I'll try to make anything. You know. Do you have like a go to or a favorite? Um, I can make a lot of different types of breakfasts. Oh no. But um, I'm really good at making like, um, I guess like stir fries of different kinds. So I get busy in the kitchen though. Nice. Yeah. I make a pretty good breakfast burrito. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, there you go. That's good though. Yeah. It's hard to rap. It is. That's I, that's I, that's I the hardest. No. Yeah. That's 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 the hardest thing for me. That's the hardest part. Sometimes it just falls yeah. apart. I just go to tacos because yeah. I can't rap a burrito. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I like that. Thank you so much for your Thank time, Thank you. Neha. So great to meet you. Yeah. Nice to meet you. I'll see you guys soon. Yeah. Next up, we have a media scrum with. Percy Allen of the Seattle Times, Maz Vita from CascadiaSports.net, and myself um, interviewing Coach Noel Quinn. Yeah. How was uh, Team Canada looking? Uh, we had a couple of injuries, um, so it was a little stressful. But uh, overall, we're able to qualify. We'll be stronger in the summer. We'll add a couple more players. 
So one, yeah, just this year, um, just your, how did all of this sort of come together? Uh, we had a plan. Yeah. We executed that plan. Um, relationships matter. And obviously, you know, we have a culture of standard. Our organization has invested heavily in a practice facility. And, um, yeah, we had a lot of key factors into, you know, why Seattle was good for a good spot for both, both NECA and, and Sky. But I think um, the foundational pieces of her relationship with Jewel, um, Skyler and NECA's relationship, um, my developing a relationship with both of those players, um, the, their vibe, their feel, um, along with executing our plan. We're here today. There you go. Um, I'm sure that you're going to have like a long time just to kind of envision how it's all going to fit. Mm -hmm. Just initially, your thoughts on just how it sort of comes together. Yeah, I mean, uh, we struggled with our point guard rotation, so yeah. we have an elite point guard there that fills a big hole. Um, and you know, our you know front court depth was was a was a major. Um, deficiency as well, just our ability to score consistently in the paint. And so if you just think basketball-wise from those two standpoints, we have elite level play in both of those um, players. Jewel got doubled and triple team last all of last season. Um, and if she does this season now, we have efficient um, and consistent scorers who can like light it up if that happens. If she doesn't, I, mean, I don't know what teams will do, but we have scoring punch, but we also have a defensive presence. So if you think about Ezzy and Eka together, what they can do on the defensive end. Um, Skyler consistently is, has won defensive awards. Um, they, they give us um, a lot of depth on both ends of the floor. And then the leadership aspect of it, um, for NECA to just, and I talked about Jordan Horston, to get all of that leadership, veteran leadership from uh, a player like NECA, so specifically uh, point guard leadership with a player like Skyler, I think all of those things that they all encompass, it helps us tremendously fill some holes that we had last season. Is it anything like, you know, what you had with Sue and Stewie and Jewel? Do you just run those same type of deals, or is this trio or quartet a little it's different. different? It's okay. different. Uh, and, you know, the, not gonna, the system is the system, and, yes, there are things that I will tweak and will address based on uh, their strengths. Um, Skyler is pick-and-roll heavy, but also if you look at our catch-and-shoot numbers and our ability to get to the free-throw line, um, it's just different. We haven't had um, that versatility from the point guard um, position in, in a few years. Um, and that neck is different. It's just different. And, and different doesn't mean better or worse. It just means different. Uh, a different skill set, a different way of um, how we're going to play and um, how I pursue um, putting these players in the positions to be successful. And then, you know, then, just my last one, just um, Ezzy at the five, is she big enough? She played it all last season. Um, I think a lot of times when people look at, uh, you talk about matchups or positions, um, you got to think about how people match up against her. Not only, you know, you know, she added the three to her game last year and shot it consistently. Um, how she's playing in Europe right now, uh, what she's doing in the lane, how she's finishing her efficiency there. 
my question is, who's going to match up to her? And so that's how I'm going to approach it. Um, she's done it now for her whole entire career. She's had to guard Griner. Uh, she's guarded the fives in our league. Um, but how are they going to guard her with NECA on the floor? With the way kind of um, last offseason went down, mm-hmm. what does it mean to you to have such a successful offseason this year? Yeah, we uh, we have, and I'll speak on my, my myself. I approach this offseason way different. Um, the the grind of it, the mental approach to it, um, the the plan and execution started way earlier than the offseason, and I think. Um, just being intentional about what we needed and how we were going to go about it and having not only plan A, but B, C, and D in case anything didn't happen. I think that Talisa did an amazing job, Pokey, um, helping us on both of those ends. Um, we just we, we took a different approach this offseason, and it was successful for us. And you just mentioned Pokey. She got promoted to assistant general manager. What kind of behind the scenes, what kind of role has she played? Um, you know, she's been in this role before. So um, her familiarity with agents and players, um, you know, her ability to, you know, understand what we need from a basketball standpoint and um, not only just deliver, but continue to pour into Lisa and give her, you know, um, assistance um, in all areas. Um, we kind of, we divided and conquered in that way, and it's, it's hard for one person to do that job, but um, for Pokey to um, know what we what I wanted on the basketball end and, um, you know, to be in the front office and execute that, um, but remain so humble in her approach and how she assisted everywhere, um, which is a huge reason why we're going to continue to have success. And you talked about just like your overall excitement yeah. about this season and mm-hmm. with the weapons you're going to have. Just, I guess, kind of elaborate on that. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, I had to, yeah, you're welcome. I had to wait a little bit to make sure that we got the team that we got to, to now think about, you know, what we can do offensively. But um, just the things that we ran last year with the team that we had, just imagine putting more elite players in those positions um, to consistently score and consistently um, show up, play hard. And, um, you know, it's not like me just going in and try to tweak so much and overdo so much. Um, there's beauty and simplicity, but um, to isolate NECA, um, to, you know, put the ball in Skyler's hands to her to make a play, not only by, by shooting, but passing. These are the things that we miss tremendously, and these are the things I'm excited about as a coach. We've talked a lot about offense, but defense, what can you do now that you couldn't do last season? Yeah, a little bit. Um, you know, we went away from ice, you know, our, our system a little bit because we, we did need to sim- simplify defensively as well, but way more aggressive we can be now. Um, you know, I um, don't want to give all the way the whole game sure, plan, but enough. the ability to, to switch up what we want to do, go, go aggressive, go a little bit more, um, I, I guess, uh, was less aggressive, <laughs> contain a little bit, um, throw some full court, throw some zone. You know, you, you have an ability to do a lot of things because of the versatility of our group. Sounds like pressure to steal the ball, but also pressure just to yeah. 
exactly. come back and play defense exactly. again. Because now we have an ability to, to score consistently and efficiently. Um, if we speed that game up a little bit more and become more aggressive defensively, I think all, it will help our offense tremendously. And you rebound now. <laughs> it's a huge improvement. And I, and I joked with Skylar about her. She's an excellent guard rebounder. Yeah, if you look at her numbers, um, she's very elite. You, you don't you don't look at her as a rebounder. Think that she is, but she's amongst the top consistently in that. So, um, you know, Necta added to that mix. Um, and honestly, Jordan has had an excellent offseason. So just getting her in the mix at that size and, again, the versatility of our group, um, rebounding is definitely going to be a major improvement. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you. With the added pieces, is there any extra pressure on you as a coach? to? Because obviously when you add that much talent, the expectation is going to be not yeah. just playoffs, but kind of not necessarily one seed, but upper echelon. Yeah, um, I like what Nika said. Um, not pressure, but expectation. Um, I got reps a few years ago with an elite team, and I will continue to, um, you know, learn from or gain, uh, use that information that I that that I had consistently with that group, and just come into this situation and and utilize my experience, uh, but a different way. Um, so pressure, no. I think that's what you guys put on us, and. Um, my job is to to teach, to coach, to put them in, in positions to be successful. Their job is to go out there and play. Um, I don't think about, obviously the result is the result, um, but I can't think about championship or whatever. What, I'm, what we're going to do every night is compete um, and let the chips fall as they, lay, as they may. Um, but nah, I'm not... I'm not, uh, I'm not feeling any pressure at all because of who they are, what they stand for, and how much confidence they have in me. Uh, just go out, go out there and uh, be the best version of ourselves, and we'll be okay. And then I think last one for me. Um, last I checked, I think you guys have 10 players on the roster. Usually for train camp, you'd have around 15 or so. What, um, what kind of do you think this team still needs? Yeah, I still think we need some uh, front court depth. You know, I think about, you know, our next rotations. Um, I don't want to overtax NECA or Skylar. She's, she's, I'm going to have to slug her out. I know that <laughs> she's going to want to play 40 minutes. But um, um, I think adding some more front court depth is important. Um, without Gabby on our team, I think we, we need another big guard um, who can stretch the floor but also can defend. I'm going to rely heavily on Jordan to do uh, both of those things, but just uh, a little bit more shooting uh, to surround these, these this firepower I think is important. And um, those, are, those are the two positions that are top of mind. Thank you, Coach. Yeah. Good to see you. This is Jeff Brown with Storm Chasers here with Storm General Manager, Talisa Ria. Uh, how are you doing today? Great. Great. Um, Talk about first, I guess, you know, last offseason wasn't maybe, at, you know, you talk about 1A, it probably didn't happen, yeah. but this year it did. Yeah. And what does that mean to you that you were able to successfully bring two legit all-stars to the team? Yeah, I think, it, I think it's a credit to the organization, honestly, um, and the reputation that this organization, that our ownership group have, um, and their investment, and seeing that come to fruition, and seeing... You know, these two elite players understand what our organization represents um, and to want to be a part of that at this point in their career, I think is really special. But I think it's 
it's the years and years of work and the foundation that has been laid here um, and that's you know really the reason and um, the understanding of why these players want to come here what was the kind of vision projected to them yeah it's one that wants to compete for championships you know they've seen this organization do that before they've seen this organization rebuild and get back to the top um, and they've seen this organization invest in women and invest in players to try to make you know our team the best it can be but also the league the best it can be um, and so I think that's the vision you know understanding how we want to play from a basketball standpoint and um, what the on-court looks like but also the people that they're going to be with and the, the support system around them and um, you know our standard of, of excellence in all those areas. And uh, last I checked, I think you have 10 roster spots currently. Yeah. Usually camp would be about, what, 15? Yeah. Uh, what pieces kind of are you looking for or needs maybe the team still has? Yeah, I think we're always looking to improve depth and explore opportunities and different players that are available. Um, and so we're, we're still uh, exploring and evaluating different areas. We will have some training camp players. You know, we have a couple draft picks still. And so looking forward to a competitive camp to round out the roster. And what is uh, kind of the leadership of NECA? What can she bring to the team in that regard? Yeah, just just so much. Such a great perspective. Um, someone who's really like been through it all, experienced it all, um, is the ultimate team player, collaborator, um, leader. And, you know, she touched on that a little bit today as well in, in her leadership style and um, allowing everyone around her to be themselves um, and then really just helping guide them. But we're so excited. Um, you know, she's not only a great leader, she's one of the best players you know on the court as well and so to have that um, combination is really exciting and I asked coach Quinn about this but um, how do you kind of envision Skyler being able to help you guys run the offense just and, and everything so much I mean we really missed um, I think a point guard that could take some of the scoring load off of Jewel offensively um, you know handle the ball a little bit more get downhill get into the paint create opportunities for um, themselves, but also to really maximize the talent that is around them and put people in positions to be successful. Um, and then defensively, she's, you know, she's a dog. She's going to be all over the place and really set the tone for us, bring a physicality, bring um, an intensity defensively. So someone who's so elite on both sides of the ball um, to be our our point guard and, and leader is really exciting. And just last one for me, just how excited are you for the yeah. season to get yeah, started? Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> you know, I feel like now we're just kind of waiting anxiously till till April and May. But, um, you know, it's just it's been a really great off season. And I think for our staff, it, it truly started like the day season ended last year. We were all just so hungry to get back to work and to find ways to improve and to get back to where we want to be. So. We know that we've done, you know, some of the work and there's a lot more to come and, and things are really um, just getting started in terms of this year and, and what needs to happen. But um, we're just so excited. I feel like we have really great people here, players, and excited to see how the coaching staff brings them together. Thank you so much for yeah, your time. Thank you.